0: hello everybody welcome to father Lake son this hey. is hey this is hey. this
1: is trevor that's father hey this is father out there How's everybody doing tonight? Great, I guess. I hear crickets. Yeah, oh, That's right. We don't have a way <laughs> for them to call in yet. Um, Working on we
0: it. We technically do. We just don't. I don't think we have people calling in. So that's oh, why we haven't really done anything.
1: Gotcha. But if they could, what would the number be? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Oh, you I'm to?
0: I'm not advertising it yet because I don't think people actually are going to call in yet.
1: Oh, okay. We're going to wait a little while still. Okay. Okay. Well, if you could call in and I had a number that was actually workable, hey, everybody out there who wants to actually call in and, uh, you know, like say hi or whatever. (sighs) So it's a whole nother week. Yeah. Every Wednesday at seven uh, or roughly around 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Exactly. Very, very important, because if you're like waiting for us on Pacific Time, yeah, you're going to have to wait about another three hours for this to be live.
0: Uh, well, no, not not another three hours. It would be
1: three hours before. Oh, thank you for the correction. Yeah. I'm ahead. You're behind. Yeah, exactly. The way it's always been. I've always been ahead. You've always
0: been behind. Well, when it comes to time zones, yes. Ah. Uh. Well, always. <laughs> we we were in the same time zone at, at some point. Oh, yeah. That was about,
1: what, three years ago?
0: Well, we were in the same time zone when you came to
1: Utah. That is very true, last November. Yeah, we were. It was a six-hour trip for you in a car at, God knows, it was like midnight when you took that venture to come visit me. Uh, yeah, it was about a 3 a.m. visit, and uh, it was a good time. Yeah, no, I liked Utah a lot.
0: It was, it was actually, it's actually, it's it's a lot more beautiful, at least that area, than, than like my portion of Arizona is here, so... Mm-hmm. That was that was a good trip. I like that.
1: I definitely enjoyed the animal sanctuary. That that was the reason why I was in Arizona. Um, Utah it was, I'm sorry, Utah. Well,
0: I know you had to drive through Arizona a little bit. To I get had there. a
1: yes. I had a. I landed in Las Vegas and had to rent a car and drive through Arizona to get to the animal sanctuary in Utah. And it was like a four hour ride, after being in an airplane for like oh god, I don't even. It was like nine hours or something because of all the time zone changes. It, it, I was like so confused I had no idea what time it really was. but well on
0: your trip specifically, so when you landed in Las Vegas, I don't remember this was before daylight oh David, you know what if I remember correctly, daylight savings times changed that weekend if I almost remember correctly. It was but it was but yes. but you landed, and I think you originally landed, you were three hours behind being in California, and then on your or sorry, you weren't in California, you're in Nevada. I right. always forget that. Uh, yeah, Nevada. Uh, so in Nevada. And then you can't. You had to go through Arizona, which brought you into a different time zone, technically, because Arizona doesn't observe daylight savings time. Right. Um, and then going through Arizona, I'm not sure if you went through any of the Indian reservations, but I know I went through about six on my way to come, to come see you. And every single time I went to one of the Indian reservations, my phone would change time because some of the Indian reservations do observe daylight savings time. Some don't. Some are on a totally different time zone. So that is really confusing. When you're going, and all of a sudden your phone just constantly changes between like one or two hours.
1: Uh, yeah, I did notice that. I don't know necessarily if I was driving through an Indian reservation because I don't know if I'd recognize that. I'm from the East Coast. Well,
0: they have. There's normally just a sign on the road that says you're now you're now in blah blah blah. It,
1: it was dark, and the high beams were on, and I all I know is I I was up a hill, down it. Well, a mountain, up a mountain, down a mountain, through a mountain, up a mountain, down a mountain.
0: Sounds like Arizona. Well, at yep. least that part of it.
1: And in a rental car so yeah it was uh i i all i know is like my my i watch my phone was so confused as to what really what time it was but at the end of the day there was a two hour difference in time between you and i uh
0: if, when if you yes yeah, so when you were in utah when you got there there was a two hour difference um so yes, if I, yeah, I believe that is correct. So when we made because because Utah, I believe, was in mountain state. I thought mountain state was one. I don't remember one or two hours. So anyway, when we got there, we I lost two hours, but it was like ended up being like a six seven hour drive anyway. Oh so yeah, it was a it was a long drive.
1: I had like dozed off at least three times waiting on you.
0: Yeah, well, it was a long drive, and, uh, and that and was also sneak
1: in through the back door so that like nobody would know.
0: Yeah, and that was also me like working that full day too. And then, oh, yeah. and then taking the trip afterwards. That was a pretty long day. But
1: And you had two other people with you?
0: Yeah. But uh Yeah. But that was uh, that was definitely a long day. But it was a good trip though. I enjoyed that.
1: Oh no, I, I definitely I enjoyed that time. And the following day I don't know if it was the you know I enjoyed like hanging out the uh animal sanctuary. At the time my significant other I don't know so much. Um, I don't know about your ex as well, but it was fun.
0: Yeah, and no, I enjoyed it. I, that, I, yeah, I, I liked it. But I'm
1: an animal person. What can I say? Yeah, well, I like
0: just spending time with you, too. That was fun, because I, I didn't see you for a while up to that point. Oh, true. So that was
1: good. So, like the other night, uh, a different topic. The other night, um, I've been telling you you know, off the air that uh, you know the deer have become very, very, like almost like pet-like in this area to the point where we've named them so a couple of years ago there was this um female deer and my neighbor greg uh and i we named her feline and she seemed to be like the runt of uh like the the herd that she was like with at that point in time but we noticed that she was becoming very domesticated like she would walk up to you, she would sniff you. You know, you could feed her from your hand, almost like a pet. So, um, for the last couple of years, she's been like here. She's been really like between my house, the, the neighbor across the street, the a um, little bit of uh, woodness behind me, and the other side of my um, well, it's my front door, which is really my back door. Um. No pun intended there, just saying. Okay. (laughs) So the other night, I hear this, like, noise. I go out to the deck, and there's Feline with a male buck and two babies. I'm like, oh. So I'm like, okay. And I grab some uh, green tomatoes off my uh, tomato plants, and uh, she walks right up and takes them right out of my hand. I'm like, oh, this is so great. Let me go get my iPhone. So, I go in the house, I get my iPhone, I put it on record. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to post this on Facebook. And, you know, she's like coming right up to me. She's sniffing me. I got the whole camera thing going on. She's taking food out of my hand. I'm petting her head, this and that. I'm videotaping the whole thing. And what do you know? I don't have any more tomatoes on me. She's like, okay, on to the next. And I click stop. I walk into the house. Well, for some reason, apparently, I never recorded any of that. But what I did record is me going into the house. So apparently, I never pressed record. I'm like, ah, oh, you stupid ass! That was so great. That would have been such a great moment to post, and I missed it.
0: So essentially, um, you might be the, the like Doctor Doolittle and the Animal Whisperer, but uh, but you're you're not so much the the Phone Whisperer.
1: Uh, (laughs) apparently I'm not the phone whisperer or the phone recorder whisperer but however I did have a witness out on the street a woman walking her dog that stopped and actually watched all of this go on as I'm feeding this deer this female deer while petting it and Maggie's like I'm like Maggie and then there was uh, the dog next door I'm like shut up I'm like stop stop you're scaring Feline and apparently, she didn't really care. But what she mostly cared about was the fact that it had no more tomatoes. So that was. Uh, I
0: think she's just using you.
1: I'm sure she is, but it was just a cute moment. Okay. Which could ex- Well, Okay. I well. just had a, 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 a. It was. It was just like a like a a flash moment of hmm tomatoes. Other situations kind of, like, ended up like this, but they weren't really with tomatoes. Okay, there's similarities here. Yes, she was probably using me for food. Okay. (laughs) All right, so uh, with that being said, um, what's going on with you? How's your week been? Fill us up. I mean, in or whatever.
0: Uh, Week's been pretty good. Um, Haven't done too much um, to, to be honest, um, one thing I have, I did over the weekend that I'm actually still very excited about, um, which is weird. Cause I, you know, you know me, like you're my father. I've never been that much into video games. Okay. Like, you know, like I liked when I was little, but I, I mean, I never really me, I never really had too much time for video games. I never was a huge. I, I wish when I was a little younger, I was more into video games than I was. Now when I was really young, you know, like, 10, 11, 12. I really like the PlayStation 2. Um, mm-hmm. And it was actually my stepfather that got me into that a little bit. Ah, um, yes. And, and I, I, but but like a lot of times, and I think you, you're kind of witness to this. Like I bought that Xbox One a couple years ago and ended up just sitting around. The, I had two PlayStation 2s that are more full of dust than probably any games have been actually played on them. Like they just kind of ended up just sitting around. Okay. Um, but I ended up buying a PS4 over the weekend. Um, mostly for a, co- a couple different reasons. Number one, I do find a lot more time, uh, like just time to myself now than I used to. You know, I do. I work at nights. I have the d- the days available. Um, and then even working at nights, I work from home. And sometimes it's slow. Um, and you know, I essentially just get paid to monitor my computer. So, okay. you know, I have more time on my hands now. And I have I've been working on you know a few less projects. And you know, I'm, and I'm trying to also just get some downtime occasionally and not have to be always doing something. So I've been getting more into playing video games again, and I got the PlayStation 4, I got a bunch of games, and uh, I got to say, I've actually really been enjoying it. It's been like a relaxing experience a little bit, and the PS4 is great. It's a great upgrade from the PS3, and it's actually, I think, much better than the, the Xbox One I had, because um, I actually okay. had two Xbox Ones. I got one when it, like fr- kind of around when it first came out, and then I got one, um, I sold it, and then I ended up buying another one couple of like a year later cuz i was it just cuz i was like oh, i'm going to get back into this and then it never really happened either. Um so, you know, and but the but the PS4 i really like and the, the way i have hooked it up at, Are you still there? I'm here. Okay, you just got so quiet i see you muted yourself. Um but uh but yeah, no, i even the way i hooked it up, i have it hooked up to my my TV in the living room and i ran a cable essentially through the wall an HDMI cable. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I run it. The, uh, luckily, my my apartment has like a little tube thing that has all the coax cables going through it to the wall sockets, and I was able to route the HDMI cable through that tube. Okay. So without being invasive, I was able to run that through my office. So I and I nice. actually have the PlayStation hooked up, so it can be on my my little my monitor here in my office or the TV in the living room, so I can play it anywhere. Um, and uh, I'm liking it a lot. So it's, it's a good. It's a good console. So I'm, I'm liking that a lot. So I've been, I've been doing a little bit of that and playing some games.
1: Um, and that's, that's about it. I mean, I haven't really done much. That's nice. Cool. So, uh, if you were going to ask me the same question, uh, it wouldn't be video games. Uh, what it would be is an outboard motor for a little rowboat. So, uh, here's what I did. My buddy, he got a rowboat for his grandson. His step-grandson I guess you could say and um, he was also acquired an outboard motor which was a 9.8 liter mercury uh, I'm sorry 9.8 horsepower mercury outboard motor that was built like in 1972 and the water pump was bad in it and um, so I took it apart and I saw what the problem was we got the parts put it back together and uh, mounted it to this rowboat (laughs) so we (laughs) this is so funny we get it out and well, we get it all set up get the boat out into the water and get it started and just you know like just letting it go like in a little bit more than idle because there there's a trim issue and for those out there who know anything about like boats and motors trim has to do with the angle of the prop or the motor uh, parallel to the boat itself. And because there was this bracket that was broken, I wasn't able to adjust the trim properly. So when I would accelerate in this boat, the boat would like do a wheelie. Now just imagine that. This boat that's like a rowboat. Now granted, on this lake, they're all high-end Donzies and You know, these uh, other sailboats and things like that. All this upper class boat. And here's this piece of shit rowboat doing a wheelie, so to speak, down the lake. Because there was no way for me to correct the angle of the motor. And I'm having a blast. I'm not giving a crap. I mean, I'm a daredevil by nature. So I don't really give a shit whether the boat's like standing straight up or... You know, even when we were riding quads, if you remember Trev, you know we would like do all kinds of crazy shit on those quads. So I'm doing, I'm doing like power slides in this boat. Like I would just like turn the you know the steering one way or the other, and the boat would just like the back end would slide out from its, itself, and the and the like the front of the boat was like straight up in the air. Um, I was told that that was no good because a little boy was gonna like be riding this boat. I'm like, okay. So my suggestion was like about 300 pounds of sand, sandbags in the front. So (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) I was okay with that. And then this past Sunday, uh, my buddy's wife's like, oh, I need to know how to use this boat. I'm like, okay. So we pull it out of their boathouse and I'm like, okay, hang on. Just stay in the front. Hang on. And I full throttle this thing. The boat goes straight up in the air, <laughs> and she's like, "Ah!" It's like rrr, 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 hitting the waves in the water. Ah! I'm like, oh, "It's okay. It's okay. This this is great. I'm having a great time." She's like having a freaking stroke. So, back it down. I'm like, "Okay. Here's what we'll do. I'll pull it back up to the dock. You drive it." So I got up in the front, she got in the back, and she was, like, almost using it as, like, a, a trolling motor, like, you know, just barely idle.
0: See, I think this is what happens when you motorboat someone when they're not expecting it, P- pretty much.
1: So I said, open it up, baby, open it up. The boat goes right up in the air. I'm like, this is so great, and we're, like, swat, as we're hitting the waves from the boats behind us, this is like so awesome. And she's like, ah! "I'm like, oh my gosh, it's fine, it's fine, this is great." Worst thing, worst thing, you just bail, just bail. And I'm like, wait a minute, is my is my iWatch waterproof? That's what went through my mind. Could like if I jumped out of this boat right now, would my watch, and my phone, still work? Phone, yes. A watch, I believe so. Yeah, the watch would be fine. I wasn't even sure but anyway we didn't have to I didn't have to bail we made it back to dock and everything was fine Um, I have been instructed though that I need to fix the trim and I said it's kind of impossible because the bracket that would change the angle of the motor is broken I I didn't buy the motor you guys bought the motor you should have realized that I, I don't know what to say but I gotta tell you it is so fun Regardless of my buddy's wife taking that boat in full throttle and watch that the front end of that boat almost do like a wheelie. It's got to be the funniest thing on this lake because you just don't see that. You know what I mean? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, I wish I could have been like on the beach, like videotaping this, because I'm sure what I'm seeing is like three quarters of the boat out of the water from the back to the front just like skimming across the water and there's like maybe a third of the boat actually in the water the rest of it's out and this thing is cruising i'm telling you this thing moves for a 10 horse just under 10 horsepower motor but it's just uh, it's an aluminum boat so it doesn't weigh much so i i thought that was kind of fun that's what i kind of did on late saturday early sunday okay well
0: very exciting i'm sure our our our, uh, boating audiences Thrilled by that story.
1: Yes, yeah, so you have a lot of them over there in Arizona. <sighs> yeah, so much water here, now. I know, right? Well, how how is your um your rainy season going? You're, I think you it's mostly to... over. Really? Yeah, and no, it's mostly
0: over now. I believe it hasn't really rained much recently. We had a couple bad weeks. It was like two or three weeks of like almost every day some type of rain. It's it's still. Somewhat prevalent, but now it's like every other, like every other day or every few days, we get a, like a little storm. But it's it's on the the back uh, tail of it at this point.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, because I know for a while there, you were like a little apprehensive to drive through certain roads with well, look. Water. The
0: one thing I'll say, people in Arizona are so afraid when anything comes out of the sky.
1: How afraid are they?
0: Very afraid. Uh, like terrified, so like people, like it starts raining. People go to the store. They get gallons of water. The power goes out. You know, people, you know, get plywood and you know, p- p- put it on the windows. You know, I don't know. People just a hurricane coming. Pretty much in Arizona. That, uh, granted, we had uh, two tornado warnings, and there was a tornado that came through part of uh, Tucson here like a week or two ago. Not anything really? extreme, but but it, it is possible. Uh, the biggest issue if there is a tornado here is it creates a huge dust storm. So that's actually more sometimes damaging than the actual tornado itself. But but granted, okay. houses are not built here to withstand any natural disasters, so there's always damage of some sort. Uh, with that being said, uh, people go crazy. I'm I'm you know I'm used to a lot of rain. Um, being from New Jersey, I am True. not afraid of the rain, but I am somewhat afraid of going through three foot three feet with of water in my little Honda Accord Coupe. Um, some some so well, there are puddles that I'm a little afraid to go in. Um, but, uh, but, but nothing really that's stopped me from, you know, if, if I'll just try to find an alternate route, if, if I, if a puddle is too large in front of me, but, uh, but yeah, nothing that's too, nothing that would actually stop me from driving, but, uh, but yeah, no, it does flood here pretty incredibly. There are some roads that are just purely unusable. Um, looks like it's a river now. Like it just, it's when it, when it rains, cause when it rains here, it pours and then there's no place for the water to go.
1: Right. Well, yeah, I mean, cause you don't really have any kind of drainage system that would accommodate that.
0: No, no. Most I mean, none of the roads you have yeah, like any type of gutter or um, what am I trying to say? Like um, not gutters, but um, uh, what is it called? Like uh, storm like storm drain type rain, rain. What are those things called? You know what I'm trying to say, right?
1: Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> this is too funny hopefully that didn't record <laughs> sorry about that um when the uh, monitors go to sleep and i wake it up unfortunately i was listening to last week's episode and you might have heard that we did not hear that okay cool um yeah so here oh well we have the uh, the the storm drains that's what i was that, that was what i was okay yeah we don't have any yeah. storm drains here but you wouldn't really need them because this happens like three weeks out of the year. Pretty much.
0: Well, I think statistically, okay. I think, uh, I forget what they say. It's it, it's sunny 355 days a year here or something like that. I don't, I don't remember the statistic or the number, but it's statistically or, or averaging it out. It's almost every day is, is sunny.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I would love that. You no, know, it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm going to come visit because I really want to see that, you know, deep down inside i mean i like seasons i like the spring winter summer and fall well maybe not so much the winter if i have to like get the snowblower out i'm not real thrilled i do like the the spring summers are okay here i mean other than the humidity i mean we don't get like the temperatures you get i mean granted you don't get the humidity so I guess that's the trade off. I'll then- take
0: the the higher temperatures for for um, than humidity though. I'll tell you that much cuz I'll just going by like how like Jersey was I hated the humidity. It messed up my asthma. Um, right. and I never liked it. Here I it might be hot times and I don't want to do anything outside but I would rather out- but I don't feel physically sick like the humidity made me feel in New Jersey. No, I, I don't. I really don't want to go back to living in a place with amenity after being here because it is so nice here. The other thing too oh. is there's like nothing I'm allergic to here. None of the pollen or any trees or anything like that. So like all my allergies I had back in New Jersey, I'm like much healthier here. Yeah.
1: Well, right, right, and I probably would feel better there myself. Um, I could definitely do without like the whole from let's say this uh, November first through February thirty first. If I could just eliminate those from my seasons, I would be okay. Yeah, well, here, like,
0: during that time, um, well, really, it's pretty much summer, I would say, up until, like, (laughs) November, December, it starts getting a little bit colder. But um, but with that being said, during the days in the winter, it's like, I mean, on a cold day, a cold day, midwinter, it's maybe, you know, 60s. Uh, in at night it can get a bit colder like i've definitely seen it you know thir- 35 40 degrees at night i've seen it below freezing i think once or twice in the you know 2 years i've lived here but uh but that's at night only and uh, there now there there has been some days i know that ha- you know were a, you know a bit more chilly than others but for the most part you know you get nice like 70 degree days in the winter here which is like perfect if you ask me i would love that now what's weird is when you're used to the summers here it's like seventy degrees sixty five seventy it feels cold sometimes like yeah, like that, that's the funny part you know that's like that when you when you compare that to our you know one hundred and ten degree summers and that adjustment period it starts feeling a little bit chilly that's funny when that happens well
1: yeah I imagine when you're first walking into that climate type that you i guess your first reaction it really depend when you Brought yourself into that. Well, so like when, like, I, mean, I, know when I moved you, here, it was, a winter. it was winter. It was winter. So, you, winter from New Jersey, which was like you know. Well, when I left, when you when you 30s, brought me to the
0: airport that day, it was negative three degrees that morning. Okay, so you get to Arizona and it's let's say sixty. It was seventy five when I landed in Arizona. Oh that my day. god! And you're like, oh, and that's
1: why you lost your coat. Yeah, I don't you know where my it. winter coat <laughs> is. I still I'm very it's upset at the airport. That. I think I maybe left it's on the plane. You might have because you didn't need it. It's fine. It was a nice winter coat, though.
0: You know, it was a really nice winter coat. You stole all my other you pretty much stole every last possession I still had there. But well, I you had left se- it here. I had several Pos- other coats that you st- possession that you is
1: nine tenths of the law. Okay. A couple of nice leather jackets you left I me. Mean, anyway, be, uh, uh, beside a point, I liked my leather jackets. <sighs> well, they're still here. Anyway, so yeah. If I went from negative whatever to 75, I would be like, "Whole, I just landed in heaven. Now, as the months go by and it starts getting warmer and warmer and warmer, and then we're like, you know, temperatures averaging 110, 120, I'm going to be like, yeah, air conditioning is going to be my best friend because I definitely don't want to be outside. I, I don't know how, like, the landscapers and... You know, the outdoor contractors, how they do that in that heat. I'm sure maybe they, maybe they work at night. I, I have no idea what it's like out there, but
0: you, People here. are used to it here. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Like, it's not, again, the, the great thing is the humidity is so low that that's not really an issue. You're dealing with direct sunlight pretty much only. Um, the other thing that kind of does suck is a lot of times there's not too much of a breeze that goes by, so you don't really get the benefit of a breeze all the time. Um, right. Other times you do. It just depends on what time of the kind of the year it is. Um but, um, but, but yeah, Now you just get used to it. I mean, I've definitely gotten used to it. Like I never in a million years would have thought that I would have been okay being outside when it's 110 degrees out. Uh, when I first moved here, I wasn't quite so okay with that, but like 90 degrees, hundred degrees was hot. Now, like 90, if it's 90 degrees out, that's like a, that's like a, like, a, I don't know, like an
1: probably equivalency an of 75. Yeah, here.
0: exactly. That's probably good. That is probably a good equivalent. Like if it's 90 degrees out, that's nothing. If it's a hundred degrees out, that's still fairly okay. Um, because right. we had a stretch there, um, of like a few weeks, almost a month where every single day was like 110, 15, 115. And those days were a little bit tougher, um, for me. And even the getting in the car and driving felt weird. Like you could just tell my tires were so hot and it just like, it just felt weird. Like the, the, the car didn't even like that. Those days are yeah. a little too hot. I remember that hottest day of the year here. Um, I think I told you it was close to like 120 or something like that. Wow. Or at least it was not Phoenix. Um, And it was pretty hot here that day, too. I think it was 116 or something like that. And that day was like brutal. That day was pretty bad.
1: So, I mean, here we are. We're in the middle of August on the East Coast. And pretty much there's about another month. I would say middle of September we're going to start seeing that change into fall. Um, going towards uh, winter Um, in other words the high temperatures will be probably mid 70s maybe 80 degrees but the nights that's where you're going to start noticing it at night we're going to start seeing the temperature come down to you know in the 40s maybe you know mid 40s lower 40s upper 30s as we get closer to October and that's it we're done you know put oil in the tank and you know hunker in for the winter because it's coming and then we don't see that change again till after March it's usually like the beginning of April where you start to see the contrast from like late September into early October so to me it feels like winter really starts from the end of October all the way to April where you don't see any of that,
0: I mean, I mean it, it will naturally get a little bit cooler through that process, but it it really does. It just it, like winter here, it just cools down like a little bit. Like I mean, you 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 will potentially. Uh, last year was a little lame, though. No, that wasn't totally. Lame. There was snow in the mountains a couple times. You do see snow in the mountains. Uh, last okay. year, I don't remember it being. Even so much. Um, I remember seeing it so a couple times, and I, and I, but it, it, I think it melted fairly fast last year because um, we we had like snow one day, and the next day it was really hot. Right. Um, but uh, but I know the year before, when I it was the first year I came here, there were like quite a bit of snow in the mountains that that year, and that was really cool to see. So you do get seasons here, and if you want to experience like snow and and go maybe even like, you know, uh, snowboarding or skiing or go build a snowman. Um, you can do all that stuff. You just gotta travel forty-five minutes to an hour up the well, Mount Lemon here is is the the big mountain, and you can go up there and you you can have you can play with feet of snow because when it does snow up there, it's the you know it's, it's uh, I mean I'll put it this much: we're at an elevation here in Tucson about two thousand feet above sea level. Okay. Uh, the mountains I believe at twelve thousand, so that's about a ten thousand foot, good climb. So, you know, they, they they it's they they it's a lot colder up there. Now, when I did tr- go up there last winter, um, I took my truck up there um, and, when that thing was still alive, and right. I remember the temperature up there when I went up there was like five degrees or something like that. So you, you, you and, it lo- and it looks different. There's even like g- greenery up there. There's like grass. There's different type of trees. It's like almost like pine. It's like pine trees. Like it almost looks like a little piece of. Well, it almost looks like a little piece of like I don't know Maine or something like that that really mm-hmm. shouldn't be here but it's just because right. it's up a mountain it's a totally different almost climate up there. That's neat. Yeah, no, that's cool. I got I wanted to go I wanted to take a trip up there soon because the other thing that's cool is you can take some really amazing photos of Tucson, a little city from up there oh, yeah. and it just look at like these little lights so like it's it's really amazing. You um, should do that. How small uh, the city you, is.
1: Can you post pictures on the website? Yeah. You should definitely do that because I I would love to be able to you know, like take some highlight shots of the East Coast and you can take those shots from what you just de- described to um, Tucson, that would be, a, a, you know, like a really cool kind of like, this is what's going on over there, this is what's going on over here. Well, Kinda we're not cool. going
0: to compare cities because that's, that's a ridiculous uh, conversation because like my our little city of tucson here could probably fit in the like the same amount of space as like i don't know the empire state building alone <laughs> Well, I'm not <laughs> looking
1: at it. I'm not looking at it like no, that. No, I know I'm you're just, not. But I'm, I'm just saying I'm, I'm we can't
0: look- we can't compare cities. But land, but as far as landscape is concerned, yes. I think we got you for for beauty here because I it is really beautiful. Like it still gets me sometimes every day when you just look out and you see the visibility here is amazing, and that is something I just will ne- be an East Coast person. Like growing up as an East Coast person, mm-hmm. I will never get over the fact that you can see if you just look a hundred miles in every direction. It is so weird. It still freaks me out every day. And then to see these gigantic mountains that look big when you're a couple hundred miles away from them. But when and just when you start getting close to them, they're huge. Now, some of them are actually closer than others, but you can see that far, and it looks so gigantic, and it's just an amazing feeling. Like, I know when I first moved here, it took me, like, a few weeks just to get, like, a feeling out of my chest when I saw it. It was like, this just doesn't, almost, I couldn't even almost comprehend it. Cause you know what's the max visibility you're ever gonna see in Jersey? A hundred feet before a tree or a building's in your way. Like it's just uh, a pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's like it's like you can't comprehend when you can see that far away. Um, it's just an unbelievable. It's unbelievable that that's the thing that when you come here, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna say too. Cause especially cause you, I mean, you've been you've been over on the East Coast a lot longer than I have. Obviously,
1: you've always been oh, yeah. around
0: that. So it's just a totally different weird feeling. Um,
1: well, I noticed when I went out to, um, Utah, um, I mean, my first, my first impression was very rural, very mountainous, um, very like much more laid back. I'm not, I'm not going to say that the, the people took anything less than, you know, from their priorities. But it was just so much more relaxed and, and laid back that it, I just felt like the stress of being always on. Because I got to be honest, I feel a lot of times I'm on 24-7. Like my phone's never turned off. If I get a text or an email, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I have to answer it. Because that's what, what's expected. I feel like in Utah, however, or even out by you... It can wait till the morning.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Like, I don't put my work email on my phone. I had it there for a while, but it stressed me out. I was like, no, I'm not getting paid for this. I don't got to do this. And you know, I it just there is a much more relaxing feeling here. People are a little bit more laid back for sure. Um, you know, there's a lot less stresses here. I I I, do, I gotta say there are things about Arizona I absolutely love. Um, that is one of those things. Especially growing up in, in the area I did, and, and and working in the industries that I've worked in too. It is a very stressful industry um you know in the it world technology world um it's just a totally different environment here uh driving i don't even know like going back to jersey i'm it's gonna take maybe it'll probably take me like 20 minutes to get back into my new jersey driving style of essentially you know almost reckless driving that's essentially what everyone has to drive there
1: you're driving my jeep
0: <laughs> no, and no, I think everyone there. Look, I mean, just just tomorrow on your way to work, just think about it. I, I, all it is is controlled reckless driving on everyone's behalf. Well, True. that is all New Jersey driving is. Now, I now I I'm I'm still like looked upon here as a like an outside driver because I still somewhat drive like my New Jersey style driving. But I think, uh, but I'll tell you, when I went to California, and then California is the, the New Jersey. If you look at the worst states to drive in in the United States, it's California, New Jersey. They're tied for first place. Um, really yeah yeah those are the two because oh. of the both they're the, i believe they're the two most densely populated states new jersey's number one but california's number two okay uh, but they're both the, considered the worst places to drive in the united states um when i went to california i felt somewhat intimidated when i was driving around like it just didn't And I, it just i lost a little bit of my my nerve when it, came, when it comes to driving because it's so okay. laid back here traffic is nothing here compared to new jersey like i hate people that complain about traffic here It's like you don't even understand like you really don't understand is like that's I've been in I I mean I know you have too but I've been stuck in traffic for six hours before in New Jersey and moved an inch, you know I, I you know here it traffic's like oh traffic's backed up for ten minutes, you know it's right it's not even comprehensible.
1: Yeah, you're not, you're not late for work. If no I am, matter. I'm ten
0: minutes late. But I, I I the one time there was a bad accident and you know where I'm talking about on the bridge that you have to go in to get into to Bayonne there. Oh, yeah. So then that's the only way to really get into Bayonne. And once you've committed to going through the bridge, you can't back out or go anywhere else. You're stuck oh, no. there.
1: No, that, that extension, <laughs> yes, your 70A extension, yeah, you're, you're committed.
0: So the one day there was an accident on the bridge coming into to the city, and they, they shut the bridge down for like two hours. Meanwhile, me and several other people that worked there all got stuck at the same time in that, and we were all like three hours late. I mean, nothing we could do about it. And we all came in at the same time. Like, yeah, we were all stuck on the bridge. But, like, right. that is just an example of, like, yeah, you literally could be several hours late to work if, if something comes up like that. Here, I think the latest I was ever for work because of, you know, an accident or traffic is maybe five or ten minutes. So, like, yeah. there's a huge – now, I mean, the, the, I'm not never late to work now. I mean, now it's just a matter of fact. Like, my, maybe my dog gets in the way while I'm trying to, you know, like walk to my office or something like that. Or, you know, maybe I, I decide I want to get a snack before I <laughs> – you know. Yeah, for work. But
1: yeah, when's the last time you drove your car?
0: Uh, yeah, yesterday. Oh, okay. I you know I didn't drive for a while, um, but now that I am actually in am in a relationship, I
1: drive a lot more now. Uh, speaking of which, where is your significant other? Listening? No. 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 Not there. I didn't say that. Ah, wait a minute. Do you have her like tied up somewhere? N- no. Is she in the trunk of your car? No. This is like a uh, yes and or n- yes and no. I'm just trying to figure out how how she's not hearing this. I didn't say that specifically. Ah, so she can hear this.
0: I'm not a liberty to say. Why?
1: 'Cause I'm not at liberty to say. But why? What what holds you from having liberty to say? My liberty? Your liberty doesn't hold water. No. It's in,
0: insignificant. That's unconstitutional and I would say incorrect. <laughs> Based on what? <laughs> Based on what you know, my I, ha- I have you know constitutional rights based on the constitution, know the United
1: States Constitution. Uh, I have oh, rights. This ought to this ought to be good. Like okay, start like stealing the the constitutional right that has you, a- a- immunity for her not to be able to well, hear it, this. No, but really, I, I, no, it's really me. Can.
0: It's me about not being able to say it. It's called freedom of speech. That is my right. That gives me the fact <laughs> not to have to tell you that she is or is not listening. It's called freedom of speech. But she is listening. I did That's not what, I did not say any of that. But I know she is. How do you know that? Because you mentioned that before. I didn't say she was listening.
1: <sighs> Trevor is or um <clears throat> excuse me. Anna, can you hear this? She's nodding yes. No,
0: she's not. Why?
1: Because she, you have her in the trunk of your car.
0: I'm done with you.
1: <laughs> All right. How's your dog doing? We haven't really talked about this. you getting any anywhere with like the whole potty training thing and we're working on it. She still drinks too much water to really
0: get far with the, the, the peen, little peen spots here and there.
1: So and you still need a spot bot?
0: Well my carpet cleaner works fairly well. Um and for the, for the most part, I just get to them fast and it's fine um
1: fast and furious on the carpet sure
0: um now the the one thing we're still working on a little bit of the, the i mean right now like i had a i had a good schedule going with chewy like i'd like, when I get up in the morning I'd get up and you know get dressed take you know take a few minutes, and I would take him out, and he'd be fine she's a little more picky, so i'm I haven't been waking up early enough to her satisfaction before she needs to take a poop uh. so so that we're still working on a little bit, but 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 she's still such such a young puppy that I gotta wait a little while before she's gonna have her full bladder control and full holding abilities.
1: You are taking her out before you go to bed. That's
0: I, I, know, I Well, yeah, but th- this is where it gets tricky too. My work schedule messes the dogs up, and this is why I can't fully blame them either because I'm I'm feeding them really at night when I'm working because I'm not because we're up more at night than we are during the day, so their schedules are all messed up. Right. Um, I feel bad for the dogs, you know, Chewy's fine. He's gotten used to it for the most part though, but the, but their whole schedule's is all, all messed up because of mine. So right now I'm not worried too much about, it. she is a puppy still, like she's really young still and she does not have full bladder control. She doesn't even have full control over her ears yet. She's still working on making her ears go up and down and stuff like that. Okay. So, you know, she's, so she's working on it. Um, around like eight to 10 months old, she should be. Pretty developed as far as her bladder control and poop control and all that stuff, and I'll care a little bit more. And that's also going to be around the time I'm probably going to get her uh, her fixed. Ah, um, okay. So that's well, I don't know if that's actually going to help or not, but on male dogs that can that help Chewy a little bit. But on her, I don't know if that's really going to do much. But I'm going to have to because I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. That's going to be a mess.
1: So is Chewy and and your new pup getting along? Oh, good? they
0: they love each other. They absolutely love each other. I'm. It's well, like weird. Good. It's like uh, small dog, big dog. No, but they they absolutely love each other. It's weird. They give each other kisses. Chewy tries to mount her, even though he's a quarter what? of her size. So- yeah. Wait, what? Chewy tries to mount her.
1: And where does she learn this from? Her no, chewy. Well, Chewy's a he. Yeah. So what do you mean? Did you did you like teach her this?
0: Her. Why? What do you mean her? Him. You said her. Well,
1: I meant her as the new dog. What do I have to teach her? She just stands there and he mounts her. Uh, No. It's his fault. (sighs) No, no, no. I mean, my question is, did you It's
0: rape. It's not. It's consensual.
1: (laughs) This sounds like Maggie and Donut.
0: Well, Donut kind of just likes it. Um. (laughs) Zena, <laughs> she tries to like kinda get away or just she just thinks it's plain, but Chewy is, is he's somewhat I mean he can't he can't even really get on get on her. She's too big, but it's funny to watch. Uh. Okay. I just you, imagine the puppies that would come out of that. It'd be
1: well yeah. That that's German Shepherd Chihuahua I, puppies. So you should probably I don't, I don't know, like Yeah, get that get the whole Xena fixed. Chewy's
0: Chewy's done. fixed, so it's not a big deal.
1: Oh, okay, all right. Well, in my case, I mean, both the cat and the dog are fixed, but I don't know why Maggie seems to think that donuts. Same.
0: Uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's wrong so species, wrong gender.
1: Yeah, the whole thing's it's just a territorial up. thing. Uh, who's kissing you? Chewy. (laughs) Maggie! Come on, Mags.
0: Yeah, see, the one difference between my two dogs, though, is Chewy is not independent whatsoever. Chewy is not independent (laughs) whatsoever. Oh, we want (laughs) to have tongue contest, (laughs) because I will bring Xena here.
1: here. (laughs) here. Oh, Maggie. What a good girl. Maggie, what a good girl. Oh, you're such a good girl. Oh, Maggie. I'm
0: just trying to get my big dog in my lap here. Hold on.
1: Wait, I got you beat. Okay. Maggie's not going to quit. <laughs>
0: daddy kiss she's a good girl there go. she's not
1: really giving me kisses at all she's too There you go. daddy kiss oh, that.
0: Oh, but the that. biggest difference yeah. in my two dogs is Chewy is not independent whatsoever he wants attention all the time he's mm-hmm. he, he's just like very needy Xena uh, she's very independent for a dog she's actually definitely the most independent dog I've ever had just her breed oh. but yeah like she just walked away like she doesn't need to be here Chewy meanwhile he won't leave my side or leave the side of of anyone that's here She'll just go and do it her own thing, and you know she's very independent. And she's very common reserve for a puppy, too, so you can just tell it's in her breed. Now, she can be hyper and play and everything else, but for her age, I mean, she's a very young dog still. She's just very... Okay, you can stop that. <laughs> she's a very common reserve dog, so... You got
1: to talk to Mags, because she's not done. Just put her down. Uh, what makes you think she's up? Are you on the floor? <laughs>
0: Okay, you can put the dog down. Well, not down like that. You don't need to put her down, but just put her on the floor.
1: Maggie, I'm not going to put you down. You're a good girl. He wants me to tell you, like, you're not a good girl. I never said that. Put you down. Like, oh. Boy. I miss her. She was my puppy.
0: Okay. But, um, but yeah, the no, dog's going good. We're still working on stuff. Um, Good. I, I'm I'm still teaching her stuff. She's, we're getting weight a little better. She's still like impatient about weight. Like other things she's learned faster. Weight is one of those things that's like she's getting better at, but if she's excited, she doesn't want to wait and she And same thing with like I have a treat for her, I'm trying to get her to calm down a little bit. Because right now if I she sees a treat, she goes crazy. Like uh-huh. I say I tell her I tell her to give me paw and she gives me both paws. Like she just goes too crazy.
1: Too rambunctious. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: So I'm working on that a little bit, but uh, but but she's just a good. She's a really good dog. I don't honestly think I could have done any better as far as finding dogs. Um, you know, Chewy's a great dog. Zena, I, I mean, I was afraid to get another dog. I was like, Is it going to get along with Chewy? Is it going to be a good dog? Am I, you know? And honestly, I I could not have gotten a better dog. That's good. Uh, that's, that's cool. Besides the fact she is eating my wood chair right now, uh, but it's okay. Chewy ate the chair first, so.
1: Yeah, but. It's not I don't have any good. type of
0: quality furniture that uh that I care about.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh she was just, she was just hit. Um so what else? What else is going on? <laughs> uh
0: nothing really on my on my side of things. Um I gotta ooh Chewy's crying. Uh I have to uh what is going on here?
1: Yeah, I hear that. It's like woo woo. <laughs>
0: Chewy's mounting uh Xena? Yeah.
1: And there's like a there's a there's a whole thing going on here. I'm not, Chewy, stop it. Okay okay. Well, you should be like videotaping this. There's
0: nothing exciting going on. Um I do have to get my oil change in my car soon. Uh
1: me too. In Subaru.
0: My uh, my uh, car gives me a percentage of how much oil life I have left. All mine, it is is a, is a car, mine like goes
1: tick 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 when it needs to be changed. Oh okay, yeah, mine doesn't do that.
0: But uh, but I think I'm a little low, not quite low on oil, but I did. But I'm at ten percent oil life remaining. And then I saw the oil light came on for like five seconds the other day. And uh, like yeah, th- so it's I like would on. It's on the borderline of being low and not low. So I, but that's good. I'm I'm pretty excited about this. i pretty much am, I'm at the time where I need to replace the oil. And uh, I, I'm probably burning a little bit of oil, but it's very minimal because I'm pretty much still within the, you know, okay areas where it's not too low. So I'm, I'm fairly happy with that. The car's got 150,000 miles on it at this point. I'm not really burning
1: much oil. I'm a little reds at 225. Yeah, well, and I, I but, use her okay, every but what's your Jeep day? at? Uh, twelve thousand. There you go. I mean, well that's the reason car, why I have a little red, because otherwise I'd have like twenty five thousand on the Jeep. Yeah, well.
0: Yeah, well I'm just excited with the car because I was thinking mean, granted I know my BMW had a much bigger engine than my Honda, but that BMW was going through like a quarter to an oil burning through oil changes. And that was expensive oil.
1: Oh oh yeah. I mean I'm going through a quarter of oil <laughs> every month. And, oh, that's and a lot of in oil. In a little in little red. But we're at 225,000 miles. Yeah.
0: Well, that's why I'm happy with the, the Honda because I'm at 150. I'm not really burning much oil, if anything, really. I, though I The one time was bad. I thought I was, but it was a seal. It was the uh, rubber seal at the um, oil pan, like uh, whatever you want to call it, thing, or the, you know, you, you, the bolt that you take out that actually oil comes oh, drain out. Drain the, plug. There you go. Drain plug. There was there a seal go. there that was replaced when I did the oil, but the seal was bad. And it was leaking. You alive still?
1: Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. here. Okay,
0: but the seal was bad, so I replaced that little seal there, um, and it was fine. But but besides that little issue, I thought I thought that was a bigger issue than it actually was. Um, but uh, but I'm I'm fairly happy with that. So I'm gonna get my oil, my oil change. I've been putting fully synthetic oil in it, even though I don't have to, but I think it's ultimately better. In your car is what year? 2011.
1: 96. 21 years old.
0: Hey, I had my 1991 uh Jeep Grand Cherokee Sport. No, it was a Laredo Sport. It was a long name. Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo Sport. I had that and that had, it was a 91 with uh, uh 160,000 miles, but then that got sold. I have my still well, uh, technically I had my truck that's a, ni- a 1991 uh has a 260,000 miles on it and it was running up until the blown head gasket killed it.
1: Yeah, but I, at 225, I'm using this car every single day and relying on it to be totally reliable yeah. to get me from point A to point B. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing for a Subaru. I think the 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 Subaru Outback really has like proven itself as far as I'm concerned that you know what? You can see what you want about Subarus yeah, you might have to put some money into it when it gets to 100,000, 150,000 miles, a water pump, gaskets, whatever, but they keep going.
0: Well, I granted, mean, that car has almost been completely rebuilt at this point. There's been a lot of money put into that car. Not, that money, not much money you've put into it, but the previous yes, owner put a lot of money into that well,
1: car. Yeah, I mean, I put I put a... Uh, let's see, I, I had to replace the uh, rear wheel brake lines... Um, which was like 300 bucks. I had to put a starter, which was 200. There there you go. Just to add those together, that's the worth of the vehicle as it stands.
0: Oh, yeah. The, the vehicles were less than that. That's, a, that's, a, that's the thing that sucks about
1: old cars, but that's just the way that works. But like today, I had to go to Mars, and um, Mars is a... Uh, Mars being the planet. You had to go to Mars? Yeah. No, Mars being <laughs> the uh, that to be the
0: super <laughs> super commercial. Our cars are so good, they can travel to Mars.
1: Well, no, but Mars, the company I work for, we, you know, we deal with like um, uh, leasing companies, and Mars happens to be one of them. And I had to go pick up a used finisher, which fit perfectly in the back of the you know, it's like a station wagon. But with that being just talk a little bit i i want to look at the mileage i put on this car since i took ownership so i don't know instead of doubt like you know downtime just find something to say for a minute okay you got five minutes before the end of the show to so you
0: i realize that i okay. keep talking okay well um i'm waiting for him to leave so he doesn't actually hear what i say
1: I can hear you. I know you're still there. Okay. I can't hear you now because I have to go to the desk. Okay, go. He just muted himself. I think
0: he's still there. But, um, but hi. I mean, I know we just met, but then this may be crazy. But here's my number. Call me, Maybe. i a song. Hmm. How's everyone been doing? He's got, uh, he's got four minutes.
1: You've lost your mind. Did I? Yeah. Call me maybe? What it's the a, hell are you talking about? It's a song. Anyway, what... what, what, what so you didn't... Was I it? put twenty five thousand miles on this car since I took possession of it. Okay, give or take.
0: That was so worth the amount of time it took to, to figure that
1: out. Well, I was kind of curious, but call me maybe. What? The song? I know that. What's your problem? I'm trying to figure out like why you would even bring that up. I just like what's the reference? There is no. You are too much. Too much. Uh, and this is why father like son ah A song, I got that okay. All right, well, thanks everybody for uh, like tuning in tonight. Yeah, thanks. If, if you actually did, <laughs> um, well, we'll uh, we'll, we'll regroup and go again next Wednesday at seven. We're <laughs> gonna regroup. Well, I think you might have to. I'm good, I'm fine. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, and <laughs> once again we'll see you next Wednesday at seven. Okay. See you guys next time. Yeah. We the best music. We the best music. DJ I don't know if you could take it. No, you
0: wanna see me naked, naked, naked. I wanna be a baby, baby, baby. Spinning in as much as he came from AT. Raga with it on the broad. I get like this, I can't be around you, until it's a dim down tonight, cause I can some things that I'm gon' do, Why?